Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with NPR's Letitia Harris. Hey, Letitia. Hi, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out now on November 5th, starting with the Portland rapper Amine. He's back with a new one called 可以你聽到這首歌的歌詞嗎?哦,absolutely,我很開心你聽到這首歌的歌詞。是的,Amine是一個歌手,他的新歌是《Two Point Five》,而且這首歌是叫《Okay With Me》。他之前的歌曲《
the likes of Flying Lotus, and it was a very frenetic album. Remember, it just it was, oh, it was like it was basically rock and roll. Yeah, it was fists yeah. in the air. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> and the new album could not be more opposite. Like guaranteed to lower your blood pressure. I mean, they're mixing here on this new record a uh, very old music from the Renaissance with contemporary pieces by the likes of, yes, Philip Glass that we just heard, and the Estonian composer Arvo Pert. And like you mentioned, the album is called Of All Joys, but, you know, frankly, the music is mostly wistful and meditative, and basically it's the band's response to being away from making music together because of the pandemic. Yeah, I think that's a a sentiment we've been hearing from a, a lot of artists in a lot of music these past 18 months or so. And the cellist of the band, Andrew Yee, says, you know, that the album is about the joy of coming together and making something more beautiful than you can make yourself, he says. But I think the record is also, you know, really a lot about setting up this kind of fascinating musical conversation that spans the centuries between these composers in the Renaissance and contemporary composers. Yeah, I really love the idea of this dialogue between eras, especially over such a vast amount of time. Right. We should we should hear something uh, old first. Let's play something uh, okay. older from the record. Let's cue up a little music from the late 16th century composer Gregorio Allegri. This is actually his uh, his biggest hit. Uh, his best known piece is called Miserere, and it's originally a vocal work. And if you're a fan of high Renaissance vocal music, this is kind of a staple for all choirs that sing this kind of stuff. The piece has a little plain chant in it, but also that we'll hear now some very subtle layering of the voice parts. Now, no singing here, all string quartet, right? So listen to how the harmonic colors just kind of bleed into each other. That's the Ataka Quartet with a little bit of the Miserere by Gregorio Allegri from the new album out today of All Joys. I told you that was chilled out, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was very slow, subtle, but I just love how those harmonies are just so carefully painted to kind of just blur into one another so beautifully, kind of like a, a Turner painting or or something. Oh, I like the idea of a Turner painting. We should juxtapose this older music, though, with something more contemporary. Right. What we just heard is from the late 1630s. And, you know, the funny thing is that that the piece we'll hear next, the Ataka cellist Andrew Yee again says, you know, if you're listening to this next music for the first time, you'd be hard pressed to tell whether it was written in 1990 or 1690. And I I think he's onto something there because I think a lot of people would say that the music of Arvo Parrott, it so often has this timeless quality to it. And uh, I think we should hear a little bit from his piece called Fratres. That's F-R-A-T-R-E-S. That's Latin. It means brothers. The music is this repeating cycle, very simple, a repeating cycle of a drone. And then these low pizzicato, these plucked mile markers, so to speak. And then this meandering melody 
It can really put you in a trance, I swear. Yeah, it really does sound like it could have been written, I don't know, a few centuries ago. I know, I love that about it. And uh, it's a snippet of Fratres by Arvo Pert, the Estonian composer who's in his mid-80s now, played with amazing intensity, concentrated intensity by the Ataka Quartet. And the new album out today is called Of All Joys. And I think, you know, Robin, if you're searching for a quiet, slow-moving album, filled with a lot of richly layered harmonies. Here you go. Guaranteed to put you at ease. Yeah, it's the record I needed this week. And a a really stunning one-two punch from Ataka Quartet. The album in July, Real Life, and this one, Of All Joys. Thanks so much, Tom. Thank you, Robin. Great to be here. All right, another album out now on November 5th that we're loving comes from the singer known as Tasha. It's called Tell Me What You Miss The Most. beautiful song. Tasha is the singer. Tell Me What You Missed the Most is the record, and this is the opening cut, Bed Song One, and here to talk about this really gorgeous album is WBEZ and Vocalo radio host and DJ Ayana Contreras. Hey, Ayana. Hey, how are you doing, Robin? All right. What an utterly transfixing record, yeah? Yeah, I think what I love about it, generally speaking, most of her work is pretty kind of hypnotic. And she is all of us on Bed Song One. I mean, there are, there are lots of feels on this record I think a lot of people can identify with. Definitely. I mean, one thing that I love about her songwriting is that she is able to really honestly capture emotion. Like, it's not overly overwrought. It's not false. It's just really authentic feeling. Authentic's a great word for it. I felt that listening to this. And, and she, she lets so much light into these songs, even like at their most melancholy or, or, or wistful moments, you just feel this, this joy and, and gratitude. 
Definitely, yeah. It's definitely a spectral kind of experience because it's like, yeah, there's the highs and there's the lows, but you're always sort of ebbing and flowing throughout these different songs in really interesting ways, emotionally. Yeah, it takes you to a good place. Tell Me What You Missed the Most is the record from the singer known as Tasha. Thanks so much, Ayana. Thanks. Let's do one more album before we take a break. This is the latest from Snail Mail. It's called Valentine. Mia, don't cry. I love you forever. But I gotta grow up now. No, I can't keep This is Snail Mail, the new album, Valentine. The song we're hearing from it is the closing cut. It's called Mia. And back to talk about it. And one other album out today that we're loving is contributor Serena Turo. Say, Serena. Hey, Robin. Snail Mail, the music of Lindsay Jordan. This is her her sophomore album, her second full length. And for fans of her debut, Lush, in 2018, this one has fewer guitars. And overall, I thought, I don't know, it gets loud at some points, but kind of a downcast record. Yeah, Lindsay Jordan was about 19 when she released her debut album, Lush, which was kind of about teenage crushes and and growing up. And she's done a lot of growing up since then. You know, when she was touring that record, she realized that she had turned 20 years old and was still singing about things that happened several years ago. And at that point in your life, like three years makes a really big difference in terms of emotional maturity. And this album actually reminds me a lot of another sophomore record that came out this year by the artist Claro, Hmm. who also got famous pretty young with her debut album and then had a hard time figuring out who she was going to be when she was growing up on tour. And it sounds like Lindsay Jordan also struggled with that quite a lot. She ended up going to rehab to work on her, her mental health issues and You know, a lot of that struggle emerges on this new album, Valentine, about what happens to your sense of self in the wake of heartbreak, but also just your own self-image as you grow up, as you grow older. And all of the songs are more sharply crafted, I think. You have songs like Benjamin Franklin and Madonna, some of the singles that are driven more by synths and melody and have this propulsion that I don't think was as evident on her debut, but also you have songs like Mia, which we just played, that are softer and, you know, take on more orchestral qualities. So I think you can see her growth, you know, not only as she grows older as a person and tries to explore what that means, but also in her songwriting. Yeah, the strings on Mia are just gorgeous and also really wonderful melodies throughout, just really sweet lines that she sings. And there's a lot of wisdom, I think, in epiphanies that she reveals on the record as she 
kind of settles into being a, a human on Spaceship Earth because um, it's very hard to be a human right now. I totally agreed. <laughs> hard won wisdom for sure. Snail Mail is the artist. The new record is called Valentine. And Serena, you'll be back in the second half of the show to talk about another record out today that we're loving from the artist known as Sloppy Jane. But first, we need to take a short break. Support for NPR and the following message come from BetterHelp, offering online counseling. BetterHelp therapist Hesu Joe knows that lockdown has been hard on us as humans. We as people are hardwired to connect with others, which is why this whole time is so difficult. The connection that happens between people can be very powerful and how healing it can be to have a healthy relationship with someone. To get matched with a counselor within 48 hours and save 10%, go to betterhelp.com songs. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. Ready for a new ride, but not sure where to start? Try the tool designed to make car shopping and financing easier. With Capital One Auto Navigator, you can find a car and get pre-qualified instantly. Then see your real rate and monthly payment without impacting your credit score. It's so simple, you might feel like you're taking the easy way out. That's because you are. Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Autonavigator. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best albums out on November 5th. We start the second half of the show off with the rapper, producer, and multi-instrumentalist Terrace Martin. He's got a new solo album out now called Drones. Early Friday, traffic on the 405. Grab my cell phone, check out what's on live. Throw my phone down. Police passing by L.A. living Homies stay on go The hood relentless Pain is all we know Baby moms pull up tripping Police passing by Just leave, just leave Just leave us This is Terrace Martin. His new album is called Drones. The song is called Leave Us Be. And back to talk about this one is contributor Christina Lee. Hey, Christina. Hey, Robin. There is so much happening on this record. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure where to start, but I mean, it is it is packed with so many ideas and sounds that I, I figure we could probably spend the entire episode digging into it. But it's a it's a pretty monumental work for, for Terrace Martin. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Terrace Martin, for those who don't know, he's an offsided producer and session musician who's really at the heart in the intersection of the jazz, R&B, and hip-hop scenes over in Los Angeles. And I think this album is a really good reflection of the company he keeps. I mean, the features are oh, stacked. We got Kendrick Lamar, we got Snoop Dogg. I mean, we can really just keep going, but he keeps good company for yeah, sure. Kamasi Washington. He calls the record a Black Disneyland in that he's filled these songs with a lot of really colorful characters and encounters and stories. But what's interesting to me is that on the surface, a lot of these songs might just seem like casual hookup tracks mm. or whatever, but you know, but he's mm-hmm. making much bigger statements about 
you know, how disconnected and unfeeling everyone's become and how the world is suffering from a real lack of kindness. Yeah, the first time I played this album, Robin, I literally just kind of had it in the background. And I thought, you know, this might be something good to have on while friends are over, keep it real casual and things Mm. like that. But the title was inspired by a heart-to-heart conversation he had with Kendrick Lamar. It just happened to be one where you don't look up from your phone not one time. And we've all had those moments, right? Where it's like, okay, we're catching up. But then it's like, well, wait a second, your mind is elsewhere. So yeah, throughout, you're going to hear the likes of Kendrick and Channel Trace talk about how we're drones because, you know, we may be here, but are we actually living? And I think in the song this morning with Smino, he's painting a portrait of a woman who's addicted to the lights and a victim of the likes. And I think we've all Mm. been there before. Yeah. Drones is the new album from Terrace Martin. Thanks so much, Christina. Thanks for having me. All right, up next on our list of the best releases out now on November 5th is a new one from the artist known as Sloppy Jane. It's called Madison. You clean the dirt from your shoes out of Judy Bruce's bedroom. The gesture did not get you very far. Because when they found her dead in the foldings of her dress, there was fibers from the lining of your car. Gels and ribbons for her hair With memories look different from overseas And from the electric chair Death and love, love. <laughs> murder, murder, <Madness>. violence. <laughs> violence. Sloppy Jane is the artist. Her new record is called Madison. The song from it's Judy's bedroom. And Serena, this is certainly one of the more surprising records I've heard this year. Also, one of the creepiest. We love a big swing. I feel like you know that somebody's trying to hit a home run when you begin with a song called Overture and you end with a song called Epilogue. Yeah, the song Overture that she starts with is one of the things that she does that makes uh, the whole record feel kind of like a sideshow or a spectacle. I actually wanted to play a little bit of Overture so you can hear the orchestral arrangements that she, she puts on some of the pieces. Which sets you up for something grand and florid and you know richly appointed, and instead it's kind of stark at times and also pretty twisted. You know, Madison's an album that involved over a year-long multi-part road trip. It involved hashtag van life. It involved speleology, which is the study of caves. Uh, <laughs> you know, she involved more than 20 bandmates. And this whole album was recorded during overnight studio sessions in a cave. 
You know, do not talk to me unless creating your arm involved carrying a piano down 200 feet of stairs and learning the acoustics of an underground cave. That's right, the forget, only thing I want to talk about. Forget log cabin in the woods. Uh, the cave is the new log cabin. Move over, Bonnie Bear. But, you know, she has so many allusions to suicide and sickness and, and just madness on this record, and it's made even creepier by these these bouncy melodies, and this she has this recurring crowd laughter on the record. Like, here's a song called Lullaby for Micah. And it makes it seem like everyone is laughing and pointing their fingers at you, you know, while you're completely losing your mind. You know, I was trying to reconcile these two parts of this album. Like, you know, on the one hand, there is something childlike about it, you know, about lullabies in general. And then also Mm. this like this cave mentality, which is, you know, primal and urgent. Mm. But then I was kind of thinking, you know, a lot of children's songs are about death and about harsh life lessons hmm. and you know f- fairy tales often about gruesome murder and people's demises and i was reading that in an interview with atwood magazine that Haley doll who's the the lead member of the band wrote a lot of this album about unrequited love and i think that makes a lot of sense to me about not having control and uh, you know, a lot of women are are very obsessed with true crime and and murder, which seems totally unreasonable until you think about this unreal fascination with it is kind of about asserting your own agency and control over something that you don't have any agency and control over. And I think that's kind of the same thing that's going on here is she's trying to figure out how to win back her own sense of self in, in the face of something that is, yeah, out of her hands. Sloppy Jane is the artist. The new record is called Madison. Thanks so much, Serena. Thanks, Robin. From the weird world of Sloppy Jane, let's go to the soul singer Curtis Harding. He has a new record out today called If Words Were Flowers. This is the soul singer Curtis Harding. His new record is called If Words Were Flowers. The song we're hearing from it is called Hopeful. And here to talk about this one is Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. Hey, Tariq. Hey, Robin. Hope you're having a great week. I am. Thank you. This is Curtis Harding's first album in four years. His last one called Face Your Fear was 
on our uh, best of the year list for 2017. And this new record is on a real mission to just bring comfort and happiness to the world. Yes. It was recorded, of course, like a lot of the albums we have been talking about during uh, the pandemic and lockdown. It reflects those times. Hopeful, the track you just played, is a definite symbol of the times that we have been going through the last two years. If you watch the video, it's shot in, in, in my hometown of Atlanta, but it's shot during you know, the whole uh, racial reckoning after George Floyd and dealing with those issues on top of pandemic, on top of job loss, on top of all these things. He puts out a song that really resonates with what was going on. It resonates with me. You know, when people do these, when you hear artists like, I'm going to do the 60 Souls record, a lot of times it can sound cheesy or... Mm contrived Curtis Harding does in a way that sounds genuine and true but with a modern production twist it feels right when I hear him go back to the 60s sound the psychedelic so it just feels true yeah the album name I think it's interesting is a reference to his mom who always yep. told him to to give her flowers while while she's here and he still can't I mean that's that makes sense do the things that you want to do now don't wait because you're not promised tomorrow as they say you know, yeah. life is, is random. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, he's, he's a great, not just a singer, but just the multi-instrumentist. The music itself is just uh, so refreshing. Yeah, he said that he wants this music to, to help people understand that they're not alone. You know, that we're all, mm. he says, we're all going through the same thing right now on some level. Mm. Uh, I'm quoting him and he says, I hope these songs can bring a little bit of comfort and peace. And that is the mission of this record. Curtis Harding is the singer. His new record is If Words Were Flowers. Thanks so much, Tariq. Thank you, Robin. We've got one more album that we want to play for this week's show, but there are a handful of other notable releases out today that I want to mention, starting with a big one that we weren't able to hear in time for this episode. It's from Summer Walker, the singer Summer Walker. It's called Still Over It. The band ABBA is back with their first new album in 40 years. It's called Voyage. They've also announced that it'll be their final album, Voyage from ABBA. Diana Ross is also back from a long hiatus. She has a new album out today called Thank You. It's her first new record in 15 years and it was produced by Jack Antonoff. Thank you from Diana Ross. Serpent with Feet has a new EP out today called Deacon's Grove. Nathaniel Rateliff is back with the Night Sweats for a new one out today called The Future. Joan Wasser, who writes and records under the name Jonas Policewoman, has a new album out now called The Solution is Restless. And the super duper deluxe versions of Radiohead's Kid A and Amnesiac albums are out now. It's a collection they're calling Kid Amnesiac and it's packed with a whole bunch of previous unreleased tracks and alternate versions of songs from Radiohead. All that music out now on Friday, November 5th, along with this last one that we want to play from the jazz artist Remy LaBeouf. It's called Architecture of Storms. Like a wistful kettle 
This is saxophonist and composer Remy LaBeouf. His new album is called Architecture of Storms, and this cut is The Melancholy Architecture of Storms. And here to talk about it is WBGO and Jazz Night in America's Nate Chenin. Hey, Nate. Hey, Robin. Before we get more into the record, I just want to jump ahead a little bit to later in this song so you can hear how it evolves and builds much like a storm. I was thinking, Nate, as I was listening to it, that I don't think we've featured such a large ensemble record on the show before. Tell us what Remy LaBeouf's doing on this one. For one thing, he is showing what the state of the art sounds like when it comes to large ensemble orchestration in the sort of contemporary post-post-bop landscape. I mean, that's a mouthful. But (laughs) there's this really interesting sort of bumper crop of wonderful big band composer arrangers at the moment, which is kind of a miracle if you think about the economics of the thing. You know, he, he is an alto saxophonist who made the decision to use this large canvas. And he's drawing on languages that have been refined by people like Maria Schneider and John Hollenbeck and Darcy James Argue. But there's a real unforced affinity here with this kind of atmospheric indie rock ideal. You know, Mm. I think you definitely hear it on the melancholy architecture of storms, which is sort of a title track, but you hear it elsewhere. And of course, he also covers a Bon Iver tune on this album. So this stuff feels really natural. It really is such a, a an intentional move when you've decided that you're going to work with such, as you say, a large canvas. I think that's a great way to put it because it is its own kind of sound and brings so many more challenges, uh, you know, than if you were just, say, three people improvising together. Absolutely. And it's important to note that when you have this large ensemble and you're a composer, arranger, orchestrator, there can often be this temptation to move towards complexity, Mm. you know, to really lean into like, man, I've got all these pieces at my disposal and you can create this kind of clockwork complexity. And I think partly because of that, um, I don't know, maybe it's that indie rock thing that's so in his DNA, but what you really feel on this album I think, is a kind of transparent emotional ardor, you know? Mm. This music really is suffused with feeling. And so all of those pieces, you know, the the woodwinds and the brass, it all feels like it's being pressed into service of this kind of lyrical and emotional intention. Remy LaBeouf is the artist, the composer, his new record, Architecture of Storms. Thanks so much, Nate. Thank you, Robin. Okay, be sure to get our newsletter at npr.org slash music newsletter, all one word, music newsletter. And check out our expanded playlist in Apple Music, Spotify, and on our website at npr.org slash all songs. You'll find full versions of all the tracks that we played on this week's show, plus a whole bunch of singles that dropped this week. You can also see a list of what we played in the podcast description of this episode. And that'll do it for this week's show. For NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well, and treat yourself to lots of music.